Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Monday, July 31st, 2023, and this is episode 473 of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. And it's another Coffee with Brian, Monday morning, Monday morning. How is everybody doing? Good morning, Backwoods Butcher. Morning, Pippinized. How are we doing? And James listening later on the on Fountain. Uh, riding with the daughter this morning. Actually, daughter riding with him this morning in the gravel train. So, doesn't think he's going to be able to catch the show live. But catch it on Fountain later. And I uh, appreciate that. Appreciate that. How's everyone doing today? What do we have in the cup? I got uh, some Silver Bullet Blend. Uh, man, it's good. It's good. Only uh, only way to get that is over at Food Forest Farms. You can find it. It is definitely a premium roast, premium um, premium source beans, and uh, man, it's good. It is good. It is. Uh, it was made specially for the six pounds and an ounce silver sale that uh, still have going on. Still have a few of those. Um, sorry about the bouncy guys. I. I got a new setup here yesterday, and it is not ideal for uh, stability. So we're going to have to work on that at some point between now and tomorrow, but uh, just going to have to deal with it for today. Everything's a little shaky, a little shaky. So um, anyway, that's Silver Bullet Blend. You can find it at Food Forest Farms. You can go to the, the blog post for the episode. It'll be linked there, uh, my, my link over there. You can always use LOTS5, that's L-O-T-S-5 to uh, get 5% off anything at Food Forest Farms. Just put that in there and uh, let Brian know the Loth Project sent you over. Uh, we're going to be doing some big pushing on coffee and s- some other things uh, as we go into the end of summer and fall. But uh, I'll save that for another day. I will uh, be talking about that, I believe, on Thursday night's episode. Still up in the air a little bit. I am actually scheduled to be on another podcast at the time uh, Thursday night's episode airs. So we might simulcast that uh, for simulcast that for the Thursday night episode. Otherwise, uh, I might record something up and just kind of lay out the course of uh, things that we've decided we're going to do uh, as we got back from vacation. We were taking this three weeks off to kind of reevaluate where we were at, what we were doing, and uh, figure out what we were doing for the next cycle, I guess. What are our next group of goals? What do we want to accomplish? So that's going to be coming up we figured that out and uh but tonight tonight big show trip recap tonight lots to talk about first one back live uh after three weeks i think it's been three four weeks i think all of july uh we had pretty much did pre-records on mondays and thursdays and tonight we are going live at 6 p.m central Corey and i will be kind of step by stepping through our trip uh, the things we did, the, the goals we had, the things we accomplished, and the highs, the lows, everything else. We uh, sat down and did notes for the whole trip. So join us tonight, 6 p.m. Central. Both of us will be on. I'm guessing it's going to be a, a, a good one for sure. I, I'm hoping to be able to take a lot of content from it or package it up and uh, send it out there for people to see what we got going on. Uh, let's see what we got in the comments here. Good morning, Blakesley Acres. How are we doing? Hope everything's good there. Pippinize says he's being lazy for the morning. Nothing wrong with being lazy every once in a while. Corey and I were pretty lazy the last two days. Uh, just got back to town and we were like, yeah, we're not doing shit. So that's what we did. Canadian Farmstead, good morning. He has a hot cup of roasted dandelion root tea. Teach their own. Teach their own. Uh, Backwoods Butcher says, I'm hiding on the porch from my kids with mediocre coffee and cigarettes. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. Sorry, Kyle. What are we going to talk about today? Today we are hitting, um, I'm going to talk about the discovery of the rear differential on Friday. Uh, I talked about it on the show a little bit, but uh, what happened with that the rest of the trip. Uh, I've drawn a line in the sand. Uh, I am a huge fan of Crocs. Huge fan. Uh, I've been 
torn away from my my crocs and then my generic crocs and now i have some sort of sandals i picked up but uh i'm a big fan of crocs but i have drawn the line on crocs so there is that and then um yeah I'll talk about getting set up and settled in and uh, and a quick peek at uh, what we got going on for the week and a little bit of change at the 10k giveaway for sure we're going to do a little change Corey and I talked about it uh, on the trip, and I think we came up with a good solution to keep it around but make it uh, a little better. So let's talk about all of that and more. But uh, first, we'll do the the perfect cup question of the day for Monday. Passed it around yesterday and uh, got a decent amount of answers. Decent amount of answers. And uh, let's get into that right now. <laughs> guys <laughs> oh well good morning everyone it's time again for the 131st edition of the perfect cup a daily question and my thoughts join the discussion in my telegram channel at t.me slash lots feed that's t.me slash lots feed i post the question there the day before every sunday through thursday and then circle around the next morning and pick up the question all the answers and share them with you on the show. You can also find it on other socials, but I'm not always getting notifications of those answers. You can find it posted on Noster, Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Just leave a reply, and hopefully I get it before the show. I can get it on the list and share it with everyone else. Perfect Cup question of the day today was, what is the best gift you have ever received? What is the best gift you have ever received not gif not like uh what's the best uh, gif you got a reply in a chat or anything no what's the best gift um i'll start out here with with mine it is really hard i've gotten some some phenomenal gifts over the years um little things that i just that meant a lot big expensive things that uh that probably were more expensive than the person should have spent uh, but I think right now, the the thing that comes to mind, the best gift I've gotten was probably uh, being able to do this right now, uh, to be able to take off, be able to do our thing in the RV. And given the um, <laughs> given the the opportunity to build this, to uh, to use funds that we that we made from selling the, the, the farm to kind of cover income for my wife to be working so hard to provide that other half of that income to or half uh, more than half but uh to pay the bills so i can do this and uh, i think uh, i can't appreciate that any more than uh, than anything else right at the moment so i guess the appreciation of a gift kind of shows um, how good it is and that for sure is my best gift at the moment so i appreciate that Corey, and um couldn't ask for anything else and uh, hopefully pay you back at some point, somehow, uh, some way, probably by uh, building something and then uh, giving her the gift to be able to not work anymore would probably be uh, probably be the best payback. But <coughs> excuse me, that is that is my gift for sure. Let's uh, let's move on to uh, the, the, the listeners and see what they had to say. Scramble and weighed in and said world travel. My folks made time to make to take me to Mexico, Hawaii, Hong Kong, and paid for a semester in the Netherlands. They wanted to make sure my point of view or frame of reference was not confined Midwest upper middle class fishbowl values. I'd say it helped me see the societies and norms are all relative to hyper local conditioning and that you can just relocate to the place on the board that suits you best. We aren't corn. We don't have to grow where we got planted. Yeah, man. I, I think I kind of figured that out here. I think. Uh, let's see. Kyle, the backwoods butcher, weighed in. Man, I read this yesterday and got a chuckle for sure. Uh, Kyle says, normally I would say something corny like my kids, but the oldest is going to put me in an early grave today. So what I will say is for my wedding gift, my wife bought a sex swing and accessories. I mean, you got to have your priorities in life, my man. You definitely have to have your priorities in life. And uh, thanks for the chuckle, Kyle. Uh, Mona <laughs> Mona weighed in, said, probably my parents getting me a pony at age 13. I got a pony. 
And I had her for 21 years and trying out horses till we made the choice was an adventure. Also, my grandma paying for a, a school exchange year in New Zealand. It sounds like a, a study abroad is definitely been recognized as a, a big gift. That's the second one out of three answers. Uh, Julie weighed in, said a personalized Mother's Day video from the Soup Nazi. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Pip weighed in. Pip, sorry, I was reading a comment over there, guys. Pip weighed in and uh, said, my answer went two ways. Then a, then a few different ways. Weird, Pip. A physical gift, strangely, is a toss-up. My first car was gifted to me about a year before I could get a license. Ignorant young Pip didn't bother to learn much on the car. Oddly enough, the transmission ate itself on my birthday a few years later. In the 1999-ish, uh, he got a CD burner from friends and coworkers at Orlando Paintball. Pip's custom mix ended up in the backpacks I was driving home from school. Anyway, have four door, have a four-door vehicle. Get big smiles. Yes, 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 for sure. Uh, Golden Crickets weighed in, said, that's a tough one. I think I'll have to go with the necklace my grandmother gave me about 10 years ago. She has about 20 grandchildren and over 40 great-grandchildren at the time, and she was giving some of her family jewelry to the granddaughters for Christmas. She just put all of the things out for everyone to choose from, but she saved one for me and gave it to me privately. It's a little 3D, 24 karat gold moose pendant from the great, from her great aunt that she had made from their gold panning finds in Alaska way back when, and it's only remaining piece in the family. That's pretty cool. That's uh, that is definitely a valuable family heirloom, and uh, for it to get be given uh, specifically to you when everything else was just kind of uh, tossed up for grabs. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'm glad you got to experience that. Uh, Canadian Farmstead says, the gift of life first. Well, I'm pretty sure we all got that one. Uh, but I got you. I got you for sure. Uh, second, a fish tank. I really wanted one when I was young and got one for Christmas. That's uh, that's the kind of the road I was going down, thinking about all the different things that my parents, uh, that they got me after I expressed interest in them. Uh, I don't think by any means I was spoiled, but uh, I did were I was able to I think it was I was able to dial in the expectations and what uh, what I felt that I could get off. How you do it when you're a kid. Uh, Gingerbread Farms weighed in and said his best gift was the Technics or the pneumatic Legos. Uh, yeah, I mean. Especially if it spurred kind of a love of different things, uh, engineering and that wise. I'm sure that was a pretty cool gift. Or you, you wanted them way bad because of the cool commercials and the things they were building. So anyway, if you wanted them and you got them, then that's a damn good gift. Uh, and then uh, Sam over on Noster. <laughs> I was going through and I saw a Noster comment and I popped up there and Sam, uh, awesome is his screen name. I think it was A-W-W-S-O-M replied to the the thing and said um, he's never received any says he's never received any gifts weird uh if you guys want to to give him a gift head on over to Noster and uh, search out at awesome a w w s o m and uh yeah or you can find find my post find his comment on my post and zap the shit out of him and i guess that would be the the first gifts that he's ever gotten and probably the best gift so then he can circle back and tell us i was wrong i've gotten the gift and it was zapped ah all right well that was all the answers Corey, uh cory was given a chance to answer she said nah nah she couldn't come up with something and she couldn't delineate between the best gift so I think it's the guy sitting next to her, but uh, she she wasn't uh, she wasn't confident enough in that to say it and uh, and give me the the ability to say it. But eh, I think it's me. It's me. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's another edition of the Perfect Cup. Uh, like I said, it's the daily an question and answer. I post that question daily around social media's uh, Sunday through Thursday and then circle back and pick up the answers before the show. Look for them. Comment. Join that Telegram channel at t.me slash lots feed. And if you like listening to Just the Perfect Cup podcast, 
I pull it out as a separate segment and post it over there on Spotify in a standalone feed. Be sure to like it over there on Spotify. Follow, like, leave reviews, all that good stuff on all the podcast fees. Got another edition of the Perfect Cup, and now back to the main show. All right, let's see what this hashtag that Kyle was dropping in the middle of the thing. I got a happy Monday, Corey, from Pip. Um, <laughs> Canadian Farmstead says the best gif is Kyle slapping the pig's ass. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, if you're not on Telegram, uh, we did, uh, Josh, the, the renegade butcher, pulled a, a little video clip of Kyle smacking a, smacking a pig's ass, and it was, it was absolutely perfect. Um then backwards butchers uh, hashtag hi Corey and Brian the Pat is a patient the I don't know what that says Kyle if you want me to read that you're gonna have to break it into words <laughs> and Kyle also said shit my mom didn't want to pay for my school in the town we lived in <laughs> <laughs> excuse me Pip and I sounds like a cool piece of jewelry yeah that uh that piece of jewelry the golden crick is uh described in the perfect cup sounds really cool uh the the family heirloom part the fact that the gold was panned um yeah neat interesting uh good morning greenberry grove how we doing this morning hope all is well uh all right oh yes and the pork butt the pork butt the pork butt gif of kyle is pretty good josh uh, josh definitely has gone out of his way to uh to come up with some gifts for Kyle. Oh, participation trophy husband. That's what Kyle calls me. Participation trophy husband. Mm-hmm. We had had a few beers last night when we were discussing this question, and some of the answers are probably not appropriate for uh, for the air. For the air. So I, I reserved uh, my right to to use the answer as she said it. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's get over to that history segment. Pip was hard at work and sent me off a history segment in between me and him sleuthing out some duction cup pictures we were seeing online that may or may not have been used by the person that took them. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we got that history segment in and let's get to it. Actually, I'm thinking I might pull this segment out. StreamYard uh, appears to have um, changed their system to where I can make longer video clips. Uh, I might just start pulling that history segment out, Pip, if you uh, if you don't mind. And um, hey, before we hit that, before we hit that, let's see. Uh, Philippine Nomad says he's back. What did I miss in the last five days? Man, you didn't miss shit. You didn't uh, You didn't miss anything. We're just glad you're upright and everything's good over there. You had a hell of a storm that rolled through. Uh, I, I read your update this morning on the YouTube comments and just glad everything is good to go, man. It's good to go. Just, uh, just living. I appreciate you stopping by. I'm glad everything went right. Um, Backwoods says he's got to get the conspiracy segment done tonight. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's hit this history segment, and then we'll get to uh, the topics of the day. All right, July 31st, July 31st, 2023. This is lots of history prepared by Pip over at Duction Cups. Check out Duction Cups at DuctionCups.com slash lots. For all your duction cup needs, duction cups, duction magnets, Velcro, bobbleheads coming, uh, boards to mount in your Jeep to stick your ducks to. But you just don't have to be a Jeeper. You can use these things anywhere, just like I do with Plugsy every morning here on the cup. And uh, we're thinking of new and innovative ways to spread these things around. All right. All right, July 31st, 2023. Here we go with lots of history. July 31st, happy Monday, humans. I'm hoping it was a prosperous weekend for most of you. I'm, if everything goes well, I've moved my old Jeep up to Dodge without much trouble. It only took three mm, or maybe four years. Projects take time, right? Pip, yes, they do. They do. So anyway, happy Black Tot Day from 1970. Here is lots of history. 
the past events, July 31st, 1492, all remaining Jews are expelled from Spain when the Alhambra dis- decree takes effect. Leading off Monday morning with Jews being expelled, huh, Pip? An edict issued on the 31st of March, 1492, by the joint Catholic monarchs of Spain, Isabella I and Castile and Ferdinand II of Aragon, ordering the expulsion of practicing Jews from the crown of Castile and Aragon and its territories and and possessions by the 31st of July of that year. The primary purpose was to eliminate the influence of the practicing Jews on Spain's large formerly Jewish converso new Christian population to ensure that later and their descendants did not revert to Judaism. Over half of Spain's Jews had converted as a result of the religious persecution and programs which occurred in 1391. Pips cut and paste. (laughs) Oh, the Spanish government has actively pursued a policy of reconciliation with the descendants of its expelled Jews. In 1924, oh, they're saying sorry. (laughs) The, The regime of Primo de Rivera granted the possibility of obtaining Spanish citizenship to a part of the Sephardic Jews diaspora. I believe that's the Jews that were kicked out. Uh, hey, we can kind of give you maybe citizenship back if you want to come back. Excuse me? As stated above, the Alhambra decree was officially revoked in 1968 after the Second Vatican Council rejected the charge of decide traditionally attributed to the Jews. Um In 1992, a ceremony marking the 500th anniversary of the Edict of Expulsion, King Juan Carlos prayed alongside Israeli President Chaim Herzog and members of the Jewish community in the Beth Vakav Synagogue. Hmm, uh, interesting. We're trying to make up for things of the past. It sounds like something that we do around here a lot in the United States. The shit's happened, guys. Let's just get over it and move on. If you weren't alive when it happened... 500 years ago. Yeah. This day, July 31st, 1715, seven days after a Spanish treasure fleet of 12 ships left Havana, Cuba for Spain, 11 of them sank in a storm off the coast of Florida. At two in the morning on Wednesday, seven days after departing from Havana, Cuba, all 11 ships of the fleet were lost in a hurricane along the east coast of Florida. The 12th ship, the French frigate La Griffon, had sailed with the fleet its captain was unfamiliar with the Florida coastline and elected to stay further out to sea. The Griffon safely returned to Europe. Pip's notes. Oh, I'm calling BS on that. You know those dozen ship captains paid paid off number 12, that rookie. The other 11 captains made it to Florida and lived like kings or maybe like captains. Pip's post notes. Maybe not. A few centuries later, treasure was salvaged from these wrecks. In 2008, the movie Fool's Gold, the protagonists are searching for the location of one of the sunken ships of these treasure fleets, along with its treasures. Wow, a movie was based on something real, huh? This day, July 31st, 1790, the first U.S. patent is issued to inventor Samuel Hopkins for a potash or potash process. Potash includes various minerals and manufactured salts that contain potassium in water-soluble form. The name derives from pot ash, plant ashes, or wood ash soaked in water in a pot. The primary means for manufacturing potash before the industrial era. The word potassium is derived from potash. Pips notes, pot ash or potash. A dude is wondering, that is this stuff. What is this stuff? Pips, what the fuck is it? Notes. Potash is produced worldwide in amounts exceeding 90 million tons or 40 million uh, of the Canadian tons per year, with Canada being the largest producer, mostly to use in fertilizers. Various kinds of fertilizer potash can constitute the single greatest industrial use of the element potassium in the world. Hmm. 1874, July 31st, 1874, Patrick Francis Healy became the first African-American inaugurated as president of a predominantly white university, and that would be Georgetown University. An American Catholic priest and Jesuit who was an influential president of Georgetown University, becoming known as its second founder, the university's flagship building, Healy Hall, bears his name. Though he considered himself and was largely accepted as white, Healy was posthumously 
recognized as the first black American to become a Jesuit, earn a PhD, and become the president of a predominantly white university. Wait, the dude said he was white, but they're saying he's black? I don't get it. Pips notes, though Healy's, Healy's biracial background was not what widely known during his lifetime, there was a resurgent interest in his history in the mid-20th century. In the early 1950s, Jesuit sociologist Albert S. Foley began inquiring into the history of the Healy family, culminating in a 1954 book that described their mixed race. In the 1960s and 70s, Georgetown University began publicly identifying Healy as black. Ah, July 31st. 1948, the USS Nevada is sunk by an aerial torpedo after surviving hits from two atomic bombs as part of post-war post -war tests and being used for target practice by three other ships. Launched in 1914, the Nevada was a leap forward in dreadnought technology. Four of her new features would be included on almost every subsequent U.S. battleship. Triple gun turret, oil in place of coal for fuel, and geared steam turbines for greater range and the all-or-nothing armor principle. These features made Nevada, alongside her sister ship, the Oklahoma, the first U.S. Navy standard-type battleships. At the end of World War II, the Navy decided that due to the age, the Nevada would not be retained as part of the active fleet, and she was instead assigned as a target ship for the atomic experiments at Bikini Atoll in July 1946, Operation Crossroads. The ship was hit by the blast from the atomic bomb Abel and was left heavily damaged and radioactive. You unfit for further service, Nevada was decommissioned on the 29th of August 1946 and sunk for naval gunfire sunk from naval gunfire practice on the 31st of July 1948. Pips notes, wait, they sunk a radioactive ship? Isn't that how Godzilla got started? What the fuck? There's another thing to prep for. Pip side notes, I haven't kept up with new bullet sizes. Is there an anti-Godzilla round? And Pip's salad bowl and fusion notes, hey, dude, hold the camera and film me. I'm going to go kneecap Godzilla with my 12 gauge. I'll go viral. That story didn't end well in my head. Funny, but not well. Birthdays. Today's birthday is July 31st. July 31st, 1718. John Canton, English physicist and academic. A British physicist and schoolboy, as excuse me, and schoolboy. <laughs> as a schoolboy, he he became the first person to determine the latitude of Stroud whilst making a sundial. Uh, the sundial caught the attention of many, including Dr. Henry Miles, a Stroud-born fellow and of the Royal Society. Miles encouraged Canton to leave, yeah, Gloucester. Shire to become a trainee teacher for Samuel Watkins, the headmaster of the nonconformist school of Spital Square, London, with whom he ultimately entered into partnership. In 1750, he read a paper before the Royal Society on the method of making artificial magnets and was subsequently elected to the Fellow of the Society. He was the first uh, in England to verify Benjamin Franklin's hypothesis of identity of lightning and electricity, and he made several important electrical discoveries. Pips notes, I didn't look into it, but I'm curious if the dude tried the kite and key thing. <laughs> July 31st, 1800, Frederick Wohler, German chemist and academic, a German chemist known for his work in both organic and inorganic chemistry, being the first to isolate the chemical elements beryllium and tetrillium in pure metal metallic form. Excuse me. He was the first to prepare several inorganic compounds, including silane and silicon nitrate. Uh, Pips notes, in his lifetime, Wohler wrote about 275 books, editions, and papers. Wow, that's a lot. Um, 19, uh, July 31st, 1867, S.S. Craig's American businessman and founder of Kmart. Ooh, an American businessman. He created and owned two chains of department stores. The S.S. Craig's Company, one of the 20th century's largest discount retail organizers, and Kresg Newark, traditional department store chain, which was renamed Kmart Corporation in 1977. Pips notes, I'm pretty sure I got my first BB rifle at a Kmart on 1792 
and three or four thirty six corner. Excuse me, <laughs> lots of memories. I think that was the address of the Kmart, the local pinball and arcade, the fun machine, the OG brick pizza hut. Yeah, where we had birthday parties and big screens of cartoons. The old Pizza Huts. We saw those. I think, what was it, Kansas uh, or Oklahoma where they invented Pizza Hut? I can't remember. We saw it when we were driving by. Uh, July 31st, 1912, Milton Friedman, American economist and academic Nobel Prize laureate, an American economist and statistician who received the 1976 Nobel Memorial Prize in Economic Science for his research and consumption analyst analysis, excuse me, Monetary History and Theory and Complexity of Stabilization Policy. July 31st, uh, 1926, Bernard Nathanson, American physician and activist, an American medical doctor and co-founder in 1969 of the National Association for the Repeal of Abortion Laws, NARL, later renamed the National Abortion Rights Action League, he was also the former director of New York City's Center for Reproductive and Sexual Health, but later became an anti-abortion activist. Pips notes, didn't see that kind of act activist coming. Okay, there's a pro and an anti-post on this dude's wiki page. Link is in the history notes if you want to read it. Some people just flip-flop all the time. Uh, July 31st, 1956, Ron Kuby, American lawyer and radio host, an American criminal defense and civil rights lawyer, radio talk show host, and television commentator. He also hosted a radio program on WABC Radio in New York City and Air America Radio. Wasn't that, um, was that uh, where Howard Stern got that, the first thing where he got the job and he was like wabc or was that some other channel nbc i don't remember i'll have to go back and watch private parts uh this day july 31st 1962 wesley snipes american actor and producer pips notes oh heck i didn't eat i didn't know dude was born in orlando cheers uh, july 31st 1965 jk rowling english author and film producer Joanne Rowling, best known by her pen name, J.K. Rowling, is the British author and philanthropist. She wrote Harry Potter, a seven-volume children's fantasy series published from 1997 to 2007. The series has sold over 600 million copies, been translated into 84 language, languages, and spawned a global media franchise, including films and video games. Pips notes, at birth, she had no middle name. Staff at Bloomsbury Publishing asked that she use two initials rather than her full name, anticipating that young boys, their target audience, would not want to read a book written by a woman. She chose K for Kathleen as the second initial of her pen name from her paternal grandmother and because of the ease of pronunciation of the two consecutive letters. Interesting. July 31st, 1978, Zach Brown, American country singer, songwriter, and guitarist, the American country music band based in Atlanta, Georgia, Pips notes, you're damn right. There's going to be some Zach Brown band playing today, sometime today. Uh, passings, let's see who kicked off today, July 31st, 1875. Andrew Johnson, American general and politician, 17th president of the United States. He assumed the presidency following the assassination of Abraham Lincoln as he was vice president at the time. Johnson was a Democrat who ran with Lincoln on the National Union Party ticket, coming to office as the Civil War concluded. He favored quick restoration of the uh, seceded states to the Union without protection for the newly freed people who were formerly enslaved. This led to conflict with the Republican-dominated Congress, culminating in the impeachment by the House of Representatives in 1868. He was acquitted in the Senate by one vote. So that bullshit's been going on since then. Uh, this day, July 31st, 1944, Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. What? I don't know how to pronounce an EX in French, but a French pilot and poet, a French writer, poet, journalist, and pioneering aviator. He received several prestigious literary awards for his novella, The Little Prince. <coughs> it's like the tiny armored one. Oh, wait, the little armored one. <laughs> and for his lyrical aviation writings, including Wind, Sand, and Stars, and Night Flight. They were translated into many languages. Pips notes, pilot and poet, both worlds. This day, July 31st, 1958, Aino Kaila, he's a Finnish philosopher and psychologist, attended 
uh, attendant of the Vienna Circle, was the Finnish philosopher, critic, and teacher. He worked in numerous fields, including psychology, physics, and theater, and attempted to find unifying principles behind various branches of human and natural science. July 31st, 2004, Virginia Gray, American actress and American actress who appeared in more than 100 films and number of radio and television shows from 1930s to 1980s. Gray gave up training to be a nurse and returned to films in 1930s with bit parts and work as an extra. She eventually signed a contract with Metro Goldwyn Meyer, MGM, and appeared in several films, including The Hardy's Ride High with Mickey Rooney, Another Thin Man, Hubba Baloo, and The Big Stone, or The Big Store, excuse me. Pips notes, complete blank, no clue, moving on. <laughs> All right, July 31st, 2015, Howard W. Jones, American surgeon and academic. Howard Wilbur Jones Jr. Um, was an American gynecologist, gynecological surgeon and in vitro fertilization specialist. Jones and his wife, Georgiana Seeger Jones, were two of the earliest reproductive medicine specialists in the United States. And July 31st, 2019, Harold Prince, a Broadway producer and director who received more Tony Awards than anyone else in history. One of the foremost figures in the 20th century American theater, Prince became the associate, became associated throughout his career with many of the most noteworthy musicals in Broadway history, including West Side Story, Fiddler on the Roof, Cabaret, Sweeney Todd, and Fan of the Opera, the longest running show in Broadway history. Pips notes, which one is the Tonys? Actually, don't tell me. I don't care. Carrying... Carrying on to the holidays. Uh, holidays today, July 31st, 1970, was Black Tot Day. It was the last day the Royal Navy issued sailors their daily rum ration, the Daily Tot. Pips notes, meme face, wait, you dudes ration? <laughs> uh, also, today is Treasury Day in Poland, Warriors Day in Malaysia. And in closing, get ducking going the, on this Monday and get shit done. Don't you duck me, baby. Don't you, uh, Pip, nope, nope, nope. Pip, the Duction Cups, get Monday to not be Monday and do stuff. Other than that, I'm going to grab a salad bowl, enjoy my Sunday, which is your Monday. Cheers, Pip. Enjoy that salad bowl. And like I said, if you guys enjoy lots of history, please check out DuctionCups.com slash lots for all your Duction Cup needs. And now let's get on with the show. Let's hit these uh, comments real quick. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Butcher saying he's got to get the conspiracy done. Uh, Tinfoil Tuesdays. Mike Mike is excited. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, the Backwoods Butcher, is, is uh, throwing his hat in the ring. He said, I want to do a segment on your show. I love conspiracies. Let me write the Tuesday segment. What do you guys, uh, what do you guys think is, um, is this a good idea? Is this a um, is this a, a a solid idea for Kyle to be reading the the history segment or writing the history segment? Huh. Interesting. Um. What else we got here? Backwoods Butcher says, "How does JFK sound for a start on the conspiracies?" Um. And Canadian Farm says, ask the question that I did. There is a JFK conspiracy? You mean the other than they shot him? Somebody shot him? Um, she's making bank. Oh, JF, or J, uh, J.K. Rawlings is making bank on the new video game that must have come out. Uh, and the trans nerds are pissed. Yeah, didn't she? Isn't she like anti-LGBT or something? I don't remember something about that. They got all up in arms about uh, J.K. Rowling at one point. But anyway, what do we got on the list here? Uh, oh, I wanted to first thing I wanted to talk about was Friday. Uh, we talked about on the show that I found a little uh, oil leak. Turned out to be the rear differential in the truck and um, turned out to be just the plate seal dripping. I took it to the closest garage. Okay, where we were staying, we were right off the highway. And there was a uh, Love's Travel Center there. They had a job. Uh, hold on. We're going to bounce here uh, just a second. That's the dog laying down, guys, if you're watching on the screen. Anyway, um, 
there was a Love's Travel Center right there, and there was a garage behind that that was mainly for big rig uh, semi trucks. I was thinking that I might be able to get in there in emergency, but uh, I had searched on the Google to uh, I had searched on the Google to find a garage to take it to first thing on Friday morning. It was still Friday and not Saturday, so I figured I would be in luck to be able to find at least some place I could have somebody take a peek at it. I was going to start at this one garage that I found that had great reviews, and it was probably the closest tied with another shop that didn't have the best reviews. And so 8 o'clock came. I had the show all uploaded, and I took off to the mechanic shop. I, uh, I rolled along. I was driving along, trying to pay attention to everything I could, sounds, sm smells, just make sure that thing wasn't burning up. We still had uh, 200 and some miles to go to get to home. And um, we didn't want to be stuck in Arkansas. We wanted to be back at our spot that we're paying for to park. And so I'm driving along this road and it's it's saying um, another couple miles, another couple miles, another couple miles. And uh, all of a sudden it said I had 20 minutes left and 12 miles. And I was like, what the hell is going on? I didn't have very good cell service, so it was lagging on the GPS updating. I drove right by the place. I didn't even notice it. I was on a dirt road, back road in uh, in rural Arkansas. And so I whipped a shitty there in the road and turned around. And as I was coming by, it was somebody's house. And there was a big old pole barn out behind that you could barely see. And so I took a chance and I pulled in there figuring this guy did this shit out of his house. Uh, I rolled back to the pole barn and there were classic cars. There were classic trucks everywhere and not like classic trucks like mine, just because it's old and a piece of shit, like um, restored Mustangs, restored old Ford trucks. Uh, it was really cool. Uh, and they were busy. All the lifts, there were uh, like four or five bays. There were all cars on the lifts. Everything was full. And I was like, ah, shit, not really the place uh, I, I probably should have gone. I probably should have gone to some place where they were going to move it through pretty quick. And so I got out of the truck and I walked into the garage and I said, hey, uh, guy greeted me, said, hey, how's it going? Uh, I said, well, I got a leak. Uh, I think it's the rear, differ rear differential seal. Hopefully the plate seal. I was just wondering if somebody could pop it up on a lift and uh, let's just take a look at it. Make sure the oil is high enough. I said, I'm pulling a, a heavy load, probably 8,000 8, or more pounds. I got like 300 miles to go and I just want to make sure I'm going to make it. If I got to top off the differential oil, uh, see how much it's leaking. I don't know when it started. I don't know how long it's been leaking. And he's like, okay, uh, go over there and talk to dad. Uh, I'm sure he'll be able to help you out. He, I think he's wrapping up that one he's working on. And it took me a second. He said, go talk to dad. I look over and uh, the spitting image of him, but uh, probably 20 years older at least. Uh, was standing over there and I was like, hey, okay. And he's uh, walk over. Boy, for sure, deep, deep Arkansas accent. And uh, I said, hey, sir, how you doing? I was wondering if you could take a look at my truck. I said, I dropped my trailer last night and noticed I was uh, leaking out of the rear differential. I just wondered if we can get it up on the lift and uh, take a peek, see what we, we see, what we see, what we think, and uh, explain the drive I had. He says, well, I don't know if I'll be able to fit you in here. Uh, let's go take a look outside. And we walked outside. He thought I had a semi. No, nah, I just had my truck. Still was a little tight getting it in. We got it in there, got it up on the lift. It was uh, a little, the vehicle was a little tall. We could only get it up so far, but we were able to get under there and uh, take a look. Uh, we took a look. He knew exactly what he was talking about. Uh, you, just the way he worked on it, I could tell he had done it a hundred times. He put the dipstick in it. It was barely low. I think we were just weeping a little bit and enough to um, form a drip on the bottom. That's not saying that I'm not going to go get it done. Uh, uh, looked at immediately this week. We are driving it very little until we can get that looked at, and uh, I now know where the where the check fill line is to see if I got enough um, got enough fluid in there to keep going or oil excuse me anyway that's not really the interesting part of what I found interesting in the story this bouncing is driving me nuts guys I'm definitely gonna have to get this fixed by tomorrow um, 
But anyway, when we were done, we dropped it down. And I was having a conversation with the guy. He was more than willing to let me come in and uh, watch him work. Talking with him. Hard to understand him with the thick accent, but we got it down. Uh, and I, I went to hand him. I had 20 bucks in my pocket cash. Uh, it was obvious they weren't going to be ringing me up with a credit card. And I said, hey, guys, what do I owe you? He said, nothing. I said, here, take this 20, grab yourself some lunch. You and uh, you and the son, you know, just for getting me in. Uh, you could have made me wait. You like I literally pulled right in. He's like, no, no. Um, he's like, you keep that. He says, I don't want any money. He says, I, I wish I would really hope that if I was traveling or uh, or my wife or somebody was traveling, somebody take care of her like this. So you uh, you just have a good day and, and, and drive safe. And I was like, OK, are you sure? I said, just buy lunch, man. Um, just take it buy lunch. He wouldn't take it. I said, OK, well, I'll be sure to leave you a good review on the Internet. And um, he's he says. I said, that's the reason I came here. I said, as I looked it up and you had great reviews on uh, on Google, he said, don't. I said, what? He said, I said, I, I'm just going to leave you a good review. He goes, I don't want any more business. I don't need any of that highway business. I don't need any more business. I said, I'm so busy right now with the local stuff. I don't need any, I don't need any more business. He says, please don't leave me a review. He says, I appreciate it. I appreciate the thought, but I don't want, I don't want any more anybody coming here. He says, I used to be a diesel mechanic. Five years ago, I had a heart attack. I was working so much. I was working 18 hours a day. And now I don't do that. So I appreciate it. And thank you for coming. But please don't review it. And I don't want your money. And I was like, well, okay. All right, man. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I shook his hand. He had a big old smile. I thanked his son. I uh, uh, went on my way. We hooked up and uh, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy was right. Jimmy out there at the, at the auto shop was definitely right. We made it home. It was definitely a white knuckle ride for sure. Um, not knowing the unknown is the problem. Uh, we pulled in, we pulled in, we got set up. We set up a little different. Uh, if you've noticed the, the, the internet knock on wood has not dipped out quite yet. Uh, we're set up just a little bit different, and I think we're right on the edge of what is good uh, for internet signal. Still getting a pole set up. I uh, have to get that. Um, <laughs> Canadian Farm says, says, should have offered him some sats. Yeah, I wanted to get back to Minnesota. <laughs> I wanted to get back to Tennessee. I wanted to leave uh, as soon as possible. That would have been an interesting conversation. Do the, the guy's probably like a Bitcoin billionaire or something. Anyway, uh, but it feels like the it feels like the satellites doing a little bit better. Uh, I have specked out a pole, um, extendable pole setup that we're going to get ordered and uh, try to use that too. But it feels like we got it in a decent spot. It's it, it wavers during the day. It says sometimes it's obstructed, sometimes it's not. So I think that might be the Earth moving, the satellites moving, whatever. Uh, but we're right on the edge of this huge tree. Uh, Speaking of trees in the yard, we had a lightning strike. Um, what was that? Two nights ago. Two nights ago, we had a lightning strike outside the camper. Uh, supposed to be. It was supposed to be a beautiful, clear night, uh, not windy at all or anything. All of a sudden, we heard a little thunder rolling. Uh, we had to bring the awning in because the wind was kicking up. And man, uh, kind of, you know, when you wake up to a thunderstorm and you kind of listen, you fall asleep, you listen, you fall asleep, you wake up, a little louder rumbles. And holy shit, one cracked off, and I thought I was going to jump out of bed. It was so loud. It scared the living shit out of me out of a dead sleep, and it scared the dog so much that Norman came running. Norman, my 170-pound St. Bernard that doesn't get up if like a, somebody shot a gun outside, came running and dove into bed with me. He was scared shitless. I figured uh, lightning had hit somewhere close. The next day, yesterday, when we woke up, we looked out, Corey looked out and saw a stripe down one of the trees. We went out and checked it out. This tree definitely got lit up. Uh, took one for the team, grounded that lightning, and uh, yeah, check out the TikTok and Facebook and YouTube shorts. We ha I have a video of kind of some of what you could see uh, from... Um... <laughs> 
So you can see some of the damage caused by this lightning. Uh, right down the side, it was jumping trunk to trunk. It's a it's a split trunk tree. Uh, it was jumping back and forth. You could follow the stream of electricity down, jumping from trunk to trunk, and then right down the side and into the ground. And it blew dirt out of the ground where it, it ran down into the ground. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Backwood says, did you hear actual thunder or the Garth Brooks song starting to play? 3.30 in the morning, not a soul in sight. <laughs> I can't sing Garth Brooks. Uh, we got one uh, one topic left here. Uh, well, I, I said we were going to talk about getting set up and settling in. That'll kind of be throughout the week. Uh, some of the things that uh, we're doing and we're doing a little different. One is going to be I'm going to fix this damn stand that I put my computer on because it's driving me absolutely insane. Uh, sorry. But, um, yeah, I didn't notice that yesterday because I wasn't on camera. As soon as I got it on, it started bouncing. <laughs> it's It's not. It's, sorry, guys. Um, anyway, we're going to be getting settling in, uh, and doing, getting things set up a little different. Uh, we started getting things set up. We got to get a few new things. We're going to get a, a new rug. We're going to get a new bench, uh, some things that we realized on our trip. But we're going to talk a lot about that tonight. You're going to want to tune in. Um, <laughs> Pippin I says soon to be in production, the lots bobblehead. <laughs> Yeah, all you're going to have to do is take a video of the screen. <laughs> um, the last thing on my list, though, is I've drawn a line. I've drawn the line on Croc production. Yes, Croc, C-R-O-C, the shoes, the stupid shoes that ended up in idiocracy because they were so stupid that no one thought they would ever be popular. And yes, they are. People make fun of them. People see them. They giggle. They snicker. And if you put them on, you don't care because you know how comfortable they are, how easy they are. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't matter what they look like. Do I feel like somebody that's wearing Uggs because I'm wearing them for comfort and not style? I don't care. I don't care. I don't mind them. I had to lose my Crocs. They, they got messed up. They got messed up and um and then i had to buy generic ones i don't think they make them anymore i don't know i couldn't find mine i found these generic ones at walmart they were just absolute shit they were called uh, what shark shark attacks shark attacks really you you you, you couldn't come up with something based spun off crocs better than shark attacks anyway they were like tie-dyed blue weird oh man they were something but they were worse than crocs um, but Corey is always sending me videos. She's sending me TikToks, uh, croc headlights. Uh, what was the other one? The croc, the croc wallet that, uh, you can, you can snap into the buttons. Uh, there was like a, a tactical croc, uh, where you could have all your tax stuff, your EDC actually clipped to your crocs. I said, that's a fantastic idea. I thought it was all great. She sends me videos all the time and I finally found my limit. Finally found my limit. And there is a specific reason why. Don't get me wrong. If they had been a little different, it probably wouldn't have been too far. Sent me a video the other day of Croc boots. Yes, Croc cowboy boots. <laughs> cowboy boots. Um, they were showing this guy's cowboy boots, Croc cowboy boots. They didn't even have any holes in them. I'm looking at these things. They have dimples where all the holes are supposed to be in the crocs there were no croc holes in them all they looked like was a rubber booty where you'd put your feet in there and it would just be like five million degrees and that they would be just a puddle of sweat on the inside the nice thing about the crocs is this ventilation from the holes they keep your feet cool they keep your feet comfortable these were like pull-on rubber boots, and um, they were shaped and molded to look kind of like Crocs. So, I don't know. I don't know. Backwoods Butcher says, they still make Crocs. My fat bitch mother-in-law is single-handedly keeping them in business. Tell me how you really feel, Kyle. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> wow. 
Oh, so anyway, no more croc boots. No croc boots. That is my line. That is my line in the sand. <laughs> Canadian farm says there's Farmstead says that's the real reason the desk is bouncing. Those croc boots are really uncomfortable. It wasn't a video. I bought them, guys. No, 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 no. Um <laughs> Uh, I did not buy the croc boots. I saw them, and that is definitely my line in the sand. Uh, Backwoods Butcher says he'd tell me how he really feels, but he doesn't want me to get pulled off of YouTube. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's kind of what I have for Monday morning here. It's been an interesting uh, show as we get back into the swing of things. Uh, settling back in here in Tennessee, we're going to be here for a while. Uh, tune in tonight. Uh, we'll be talking about the trip recap. We'll also be talking about uh, over the week and so, and hopefully on Thursday, I'll be talking about um, what we got going forward and some a uh, little bit of a shakeup. 10K giveaway. Let's. Uh, I'm going to hit that. We're going to run a little long over an hour today, but not that much. I'm going to tell you what's going on with that 10K giveaway. We're going to still do it. We're going to still do it every Friday. Uh, made some adjustments. Still going to run it the same. Hashtag will go out out at the beginning of the show gather hashtags throughout the show entries throughout the show at the end of the show when it's time at 55 after or whatever uh, time it ends up being i will do the drawing i will only do the drawing if we have 10 entries and we're going to start this out at 10 and try to grow this thing a little bit uh if we don't have 10 entries i will keep the 10k in the pot we will move on to next week we will uh, do the same thing again the next friday It'll be 20,000 20, Satoshis we're giving away uh, until we have 10 entries one Friday. Once we have 10 entries on a Friday, we will roll that. We'll give it all away, and we will reset to 10K giveaway. And after we get 10, 10 consistently, we'll probably bump it up to 15 entries. But I'm not going to give you three guys that just sit here and roll in and uh, enter and then leave. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to make it worth it. We're going to get 10 we need 10 people. So you guys that want to win, you guys that uh, have won, you're going to have to spread the word. You're going to have to spread that word to uh, to get enough people around uh, live in the morning to enter to uh, make it qualify. That's going to be like the qualifying hand. Uh, what is that? Pi Gao? One of those uh, card games I used to play in... Uh, uh, in the casino, you had you could win but not win. Maybe it was three-card poker. You could win but not win if the dealer did not qualify. So you could enter, you could get drawn, but if it's not a 10 entrant day, you will not get paid. So start spreading the word, get your friends. Um, no duplicate account, no, no duplicate accounts, please. I know you guys are all good at signing up for new accounts and all that stuff, but uh Canadian Farmstead says, I told my brother about it. He doesn't care about your podcast, but like the idea of free sats. <laughs> well, well, I mean, we can't all be intelligent. So, <laughs> Anyway, so that's going to be uh, this Friday. We're going to try that out. Uh, let's spread the word and get, uh, hey, I'd like to give it away. Uh, first, first, uh, let's go. Let's go. Anyway, uh, item of the day today is that Farberware Luna tea kettle. That's the one Corey is using every morning during the show. I use it before the show. They're great. It's uh, it's small. It's compact. Heats up well. Uh, one one word of warning is the handle will get warm from the steam escaping if you use it over and over and over. Uh, we use it usually three times within an hour and a half to two hours. So, I mean, that's pretty a lot of use and the handle will get a little warm a towel on the handle and it's just fine so the luna the farberware luna tea kettle comes in a variety of colors you can find a review a video review uh, audio re or a written review at the blog site at the blog site at the website the link will be in the video description and the audio notes you can also find a link to the amazon listing for it if you need a tea kettle check it out hit that link if you don't need a tea kettle but you are uh, are doing some Amazon shopping today, please consider clicking that link and getting in our tracking and we will get a little kickback for everything you buy. It helps support the Lots Project. Every little bit counts and a lot of times the big stuff counts. Whoever bought that mini split air conditioner on Amazon using our link, 
Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, that was a big one. Thank you very much. Other than that, guys, uh, trip recap tonight, 6 p.m. Central, YouTube. Check it. Be sure to be there. Be square. Uh, my beautiful bride will be joining me on the show, and it's always a good time when Corey is on, and uh, it should be a good one for sure. And then Thursday, we're either doing a simulcast with Mike over on the podcast I would, I'm going to be on or uh, live uh, or recorded explanation of what is coming from the Lots Project. If I'm going to be on Mike's show, then I might just lay that out throughout the week in parts of the segments of the morning show. But anyway, anyway, guys, it's Monday. Let's uh, let's get out of here. Let's uh, let's try to get um, let's try to get moving this week. And Yeah, looks like that Starlink just quite said an hour, you're done. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys, and we will be sure to catch up with you tomorrow. Smile.